This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Achieving your dream retirement is a lot like making the big leagues. To achieve your dreams, you need great coaches. Each week, Greg and Danny share insights to help you reach your financial goals and achieve your retirement dreams. Now, the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. And welcome into another episode of Ice Blue Money Podcast. Or I guess it's the, right? I left the the out. You'd think I know the name of the show right now. It is. Details. uh, So, welcome to the the Ice Blue Money Podcast. And we're off to a roaring start here, gentlemen. I'm Bill Seller, along with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Aside from me being here, how are you guys doing? Outstanding. Best day of my life. (laughs) Fired up, ready to get started. Fired up, ready to get started. Well, as always, we are here to... uh, Talk about your finances, to talk about what it takes to retire, right? Not just the investing and the saving part of it, but once you get to retirement, uh, some good tips and tricks to hang on to that money and 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 hang on to the stuff that you've saved for your retirement. But uh, we, we, we go all over the place, really, because Greg and Danny have a lot of advice to give no matter what stage of life you are in. Uh, you'll be able to gather something from these guys every week on this podcast. So do yourself a favor and hit the uh, subscribe, follow, like button, whatever it is you have on your your podcast player that lets you know that a new episode is coming out every week, and that way you won't miss one. And uh, you won't miss the episodes or fascinating news that we like to start every episode with. Um, and I thought this was interesting. Uber is partnering with Waymo to test driverless rides in Phoenix. It's actually happening right now, and they call it their ride-only, or excuse me, rider-only experience. It means there's no vehicle operator in the front seat. Wow. How, how do you all feel about that? Well, I mean, we trust a stranger to get us where we're going, and we actually pay them. So what's the difference in having nobody? It's, it's kind of funny, right? Like Uber is exactly what your parents told you never to exactly. do. Exactly. Right? Give, give a stranger money and get in a car with him. And- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, listen. Yeah, but driverless Ubers, man. I'm, I'm going to sure. go another way, and uh, this might get me in trouble. But uh, it may save me some money on car insurance if I can get this installed in my wife's car. How, how are they? <laughs> As a matter of fact, Bill, I have to delete that. But but you're on your own. I don't. I don't know if I trust that. Just oh man, I don't want to be in the car. I don't want to be in the first. Uh, set of trial, you know, runs with this thing because Lord of mercy, you know, what 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 happens, you know, um all of a sudden you have a accident right in front of you. Does it respond, you know, as quickly as a human would? Or I don't know. I just thought that was uh, both kind of scary and uh very futuristic. Yeah. It is. Uh I met you know, with nationwide insurance about I don't know, six, seven years ago. I went up with a group just to tour and talk to some executives there. And they told us by 2025, they were going to get out of the car insurance business. They would no longer offer policies. And we said, why would you do that? They said, we believe driverless cars will be pervasive by that time. Wow. And there won't be a need for it. This was like 26. And they think they're going to be that safe, huh? Yeah. This was six, seven wow. years ago. It's kind of like that movie. The <laughs> Remember the fifth element with Absolutely. Bruce Willis? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he just jumped into a taxi and there was like a, a mannequin dummy sitting there driving the thing and you tell him what to do, but it was actually the car driving itself. So that's crazy. Yeah. And Will Smith, iRobot. Remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's getting scarily close as well, yeah, but that's that another that story for end, another time. That didn't end so well. <laughs> well, we thought we'd, uh, we, we have something that the guys want to do this week and uh, 
just to kind of show you how everybody's human <laughs> and we all make money mistakes. I know in the last episode, uh, we talked a little bit about some of the money mistakes that Danny and Greg had made early in their lives. But even the famous folk can make, uh, uh, as we've seen, sadly, with some folks, big financial mistakes. But they can also make other financial blunders we were going to talk about this week. Now, how did you want to do this? You, what am I, on a game show here, guys? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, Bill's going to guest a celebrity. He does not know uh, who we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a handful of these celebrities who've had mistakes. And, and to his point, they, the rich and famous are not immune from making major mistakes. But because we can kind of learn from these mistakes, it gives us a chance to kind of warn everybody else. So this first famous person, I'll just say he's a Hollywood guy, movies, uh, high paid actor. He actually was earning $20 million a movie uh, recently. And uh, they believe between 1996 and 2011, he made about $150 million. But in less than 10 years, most of his fortune was gone. It just vanished because he just had lavish spending. Uh, he also had some legal troubles. But um, he had 15 residences. He had two private islands in that 15 and two European castles, private planes, 50 rare cars, 30 motorcycles, four luxury yachts. And get this, Bill, he had a 67 million year old dinosaur skull in his collection. It, you know, he had lots of money, but I mean, just because you have it, you don't need to spend it. So who is that celebrity, Bill? Oh, man. Um, Hollywood type movie, not TV, right? Yep, movie. Movie, yeah, movie. Okay, because my first thought was Charlie Sheen, but he was more television than than movies. Um, nope. Jim Carrey? Ah, no. Close, close. No. Would it help if you we know, gave you um, one of his movies? Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. Shoot it at Gone in 60 seconds. Nicholas Cage. You got it. That was Nicholas wow. Cage I was talking okay. about. Wow. A 67-million-year-old dinosaur head. Isn't that crazy? Why would you want that? Just to say you had it, I guess. Because because you can, I guess, right? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think the lesson we're learning from this is, you know, live within your means. I mean, I guess... You know, you're thinking $150 million, you're going to have that money forever. But not if you have two private islands, four luxury yachts. Living within your means is very important, no matter how much money you make. And not saving for a rainy day right. will, will come back and bite you, and as it did Nicolas Cage. But I see he's making some straight-to-video movies that I, I watch to punish my wife. Uh, when we have to do movie night, it's my turn to select. <laughs> Nicholas Cage movie in there. <laughs> so he's, he's hopefully making a, a bounce back. So we're going to go to the next celebrity. And this is a music star. In 1990, the IRS seized assets and properties in six states to help pay an estimated $32 million uh, in back taxes. I, I know who this is. Oh, okay. Who, who do you got? Oh. No, go ahead. Finish. Finish out the mistake, so so everybody learns the lesson. Um, even after assets were seized, his debt still totaled sixteen point seven million, including ten point two million in interest and penalties. You got a guess? Wow! And what he did have in cash, I'm willing to bet he spent <laughs> ah, on some yes, weed. Yes, he did. Yes, no. That'd be Willie Nelson Willie. right there. Right? Old- you got it. Good old Willie. You got it. <laughs> Are you using AI, Bill? <laughs> no, no, no. I just know the story. And uh, actually, very fortunate to meet oh, him wow. once. And 
what, what man, one of the kindest guys you've ever, I mean, he just is what he looks like, you know, <laughs> laid back, kind, just a great guy, just a great guy. So, yeah. but yeah, I remember those troubles that he had. That was terrible for him. Yeah. Got to pay yeah, your taxes. And that's man. the lesson. Got to <laughs> pay your taxes. You're not going to get out of it. And he's not the only one. I mean, you got Wesley Snipes who, you know, at one point, uh, unfortunately had to go away for a little while for not being able to pay his taxes. You're not going to get away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't not able to. We just didn't for like six years. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> we've we, got we, we're caught up, by the way, if anybody officials listening. We're, yes, yes, we're all. I've got all the paperwork. Order. <laughs> yeah. Bill does not lead our tax strategy department. At least. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. Another music guy. And this this guy's really popular. Everybody loves him. And this wasn't his mismanagement. It was his financial manager's mismanagement. Uh, he actually ended up suing his financial manager for $90 million for fraud and breach of financial duty. Let me tell you what this financial guy did for this music star. He took $10 million of his money and he invested in, in ways that would benefit his own companies, the financial manager's companies, uh, earning $20 million in commissions. Also, this shady manager double billed this artist and cheated him out of various fees. And he mortgaged the copyrights for his music, $15 million worth of uh, his music. On top of that, this financial manager was creating false statements and information regarding the artist's true finances. And so this teaches us a lesson about being engaged with your own finances, no matter how big you get. I think Oprah Winfrey said she signs every check to this day. So who is this uh, music man? Um, is he still yep. with us? Yeah. Still with us. Okay. Okay. That takes care of somebody. Cause he had a famous wife. They got divorced. Well, that narrows it down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's a piano guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Billy Joel. You got it. There you go. I remember that battle as well. But that just proves that even when you've got people handling your money, you have to oh. be on them because they yeah. work for you. Absolutely. Right? No words. And, and you need to you need to be working with a fiduciary. Yeah. Right. And, and, and ask questions. Get more people in my office yeah. when you ask them about, you know, their investment lineup and allocation. They have no clue. So it's, it's amazing. All right. So oh. I'm, I'm going to give you another one. We're going sports here. And there's a reason why I'm going with this guy. Oh, oh wow. All over the road. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So this athlete signed with the Los Angeles Rams in November 2021. At that time, the wide receiver opted to take his entire NFL salary in Bitcoin. I should be able to stop just there. (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bitcoin was hitting all-time highs, you know, breaking currency records (laughs) with a worth approximately 64,000 per coin. While it may have appeared as a good decision at the time, uh, Bitcoin's most recent dip in the market uh, shattered the price of the coin. You have an idea who this is? Would this be Odell? You got oh, Of course you, it would you be Odell. It. Yeah, Odell. <laughs> yeah. And the reason yeah. I bring this up is because um, <laughs> you know, he now plays for my beloved Baltimore right. Ravens on a, on a nice lucrative contract. For one year, and 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 I know why he's going to be careful. He needs that, yeah, because he because he never got paid for the playing with the Rams. No, no, he did get a nice Super Bowl ring, but you're right. Yeah, he did not get paid. Wow, this is an easy game, man. I'm four, what four for four, three for three. I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. 
All right. Let, so you got to be careful with the risky investments. Right. right. Um, let's talk about an, another uh, movie movie person. And uh, this person, unfortunately, died at age in his late 20s. I'll just say that. Um, and this is an estate planning lesson. When he died, he had an outdated estate plan and it didn't reflect his relationship with another actor, a uh, famous actress. And they had a two-year-old child together. And so because his estate plan was written three years before his death, when he died prematurely, all of his assets went to his parents and his sister. And hopefully they were in, you know, they had a good relationship with the mother of his child. But if they didn't, uh, who knows what happened? Yeah. But the lesson here is when things change in your life, so should your estate plan. Well, I guess the other lesson is, too, that that. You're never too young. If he died in his 20s, most of us aren't thinking about that at that age, right? Right. I mean, not a whole lot of 20-somethings are putting together a will or an estate plan. But he was a, he was a famous actor, and, and he was in a relationship yeah. with Michelle Williams. There's your clue. They had a two-year-old daughter. Ah, uh, okay. Let me see here. Famous actor. You can give him a I movie a reference. Hint for what, was, it, uh, no. was it River Phoenix, was it? No. 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 Um, uh, let's see. The, the, the um, hint is... He could be considered one of the best jokers ever. Oh, Heath Ledger. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was tragic. Yeah. But, um, but that, yeah, I, I just think that I, I can guarantee you in my twenties, well, first of all, I had, I had nothing to leave anybody, uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, I wasn't thinking about that, but I guess uh, when you're in that position, that is something you have to have put together. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you guys, we got time to do one more. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm winning. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's beating the house. I don't think I'm even going to need to go through this whole thing because I think you're going to grab it right away. So, in uh, 2002, he married Heather Mills with no prenup. His net worth was estimated at a whopping 800 million. Okay. All you need is love, right? Yeah, that's Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Yeah, absolutely. So. It only lasted four years, the marriage. It cost him $50 million in an ugly court battle. You know, wow. luckily, you know, um, McCarthy could afford to take the hit. You know, $50 million compared to 800 I imagine, is a, a drop in the bucket. But to some of us, this would absolutely wipe us out to have to start over. So mm-hmm. always protect your assets. You know, Some of us, it would wipe us out, and we'd still owe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, I, what, what I'm getting out of all this is that a, you know, just because they're celebrities doesn't mean that life can't happen to them as well. Mm-hmm. And B, you've got to be on your toes, man. You've got to be ready for this stuff. And having folks like Greg and Danny in your life, that's how you do that. Because you, we talk a lot on the on the podcast about having a plan. Yeah. Um, and really never too soon to start that plan. Right, guys? That's absolutely right. And and work with somebody who, who I don't know, that you trust. Maybe a referral or or somebody you've checked out and they're credible because one of the stories was somebody who had financial advice, but that person took advantage of them. Everybody's not out for your best interest. And also don't be under the impression that these things can't happen to you. You know, you want to, you know, take precautions to make sure there are stop gaps in place, you know, whether it's with your investments or with your estate, you know, to make sure that these things are taken care of at all times. And so you need to, Make sure that that thought of, well, this could never happen to me, um, isn't, you know, in your head because 
it can happen and will happen a lot of times if we're not taking care of these things. Yeah, and you, you can find out more about uh, about Greg and Danny at IceBlueMoney.com. That is the website where you can go find out more about these guys and uh, pick up some tips and tricks as well. And again, we thank you so much for listening. So let me ask you this. The important part of today's lesson is, um, got them all right. What do I win? Come on, guys. Got a chance to come you back to and win. produce next time. Exactly. Another <laughs> episode with us. That's what you get. Yes. Well, well congratulations. <laughs> Golly, that sounds good to me. Thanks so much. (laughs) You're welcome. And thank you very much for listening. Oh, man, we always have fun. And I know I learn something every time we get together. So, again, um, if you haven't done it yet, hit your your like, subscribe, follow button, and that way you will not miss an episode of the the Ice Blue Money podcast. (laughs) And remember, the future depends on what you do today. Uh, Keep believing in what you're building, guys. Until next time. You've been listening to Greg Carter and Danny Bullock and the Ice Blue Money Podcast, helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any comments regarding safety and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advice products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. No legal advice options or recommendations are being made in respect to this proposal. You should consult your tax professional or attorney concerning such advice and opinions.